Hi, I'm Nick Lenos. I'm Nick Jackson. And you're Between Two Nicks. Between Two Nicks. Portrait style. No, that's not. Nope. Can't. There's yeah, no, we're not good. There's no that. good segue. No, not for this. This movie's fucked up. <sighs> Guys, we started Murder May Off Right with uh, American. Wait, this is not the first episode, is it? No, this is a bottle episode, this Nick. Bottle God episode. damn it! <laughs> This second feature, behind this the second feature to Murder May, we have Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Or third, we're not sure when this is going to come yeah, out. Yeah, so... Murder May, Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Starring. Fuck, man. This is fucked, dude. Well, whatever. Mulligan. Uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mulligan? No, not two okay. in a row. Not two in a row. <sighs> we... Okay. 1986, Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer. Starring? Uh, starring uh, Michael, Michael Rooker. Rooker. Tom Tools. Towels? Tom Towels, yeah. Tom Towels. And it's and Michael Rooker? Rooker. Rook. Rooker? Rook. It's like, R-O-O. Rook. Like the fucking... I've heard this both ways. Oh, Mike. <laughs> uh, also, Tracy Arnold. Um, I said those other names like you would know them. No one knows Tracy Arnold. I think she was in seven things as an actress. She's not great. She's not terrible. She is certainly not the worst victim we've ever seen in a B movie. But you don't... Well... Think about it, man. She is not the worst. No, she's definitely not the worst. She plays that part well. This just kind of... Dumb. Trashy, abused, uh, had a horrible life, a predator father, a predator brother, a mother that didn't care, and she plays it well. She plays it like... She's not playing in some of it. Really. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of depressing. Yeah, it's very depressing. That is... <laughs> that's uh, what I'm going to be talking about a lot is I mean, this movie. I will say, dude, Michael Rooker's fucking great in this movie. He he kills it. He kills it. He... And, uh, dude, pun intended. Yeah. He <laughs> was uh, working as a janitor when he went in for the audition. Well, we're jumping way Was this ahead. his first we're movie? Ju- yeah. We're jumping so far ahead right now. Uh, okay, so what did you think of it? Your first reaction? You haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. I I okay. So I'm going to tell on myself a little bit here. Yeah. I hadn't seen it, and I saw that the 30th anniversary Blu Blu-ray came out. Yeah. And so I fucking bought that and okay. watched it. That was probably. I what? think that I think it was since I lived here. Yeah, I remember when you got it. Yeah. That, that was just. Uh... It was like right after I moved here. Yeah. Um. So a couple years ago. Okay. Um, was the first time I had seen what it. What were your thoughts after that viewing? Uh, I thought it was decent. I yeah. was like, eh. Yeah. Honestly, like, I thought it was mediocre to decent. After watching it this time, I actually thought it was better, and I'll tell you why when we get to our yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, reviews at the end. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm, I make a pretty solid case Mm-hmm. For it being what I'm going to rate it. Okay. So All right. We'll get to that at the end, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, my, my, my first thoughts with it were... So I watched this in freshman year, 10th grade. Like uh, when everyone went through their serial killer thing. Yeah. Like, I didn't know this movie existed like, oh no, yeah, when this, I was a kid. No, this was... Uh, it, dude, this was pure VHS box yeah. uh, marketing that got me. And they, they didn't have this shit at Blockbuster. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did. Are you sure? Well, I didn't go to Blockbuster. See, yeah. they had it at the <laughs> at the family video down the store next yeah. to Faces of Death and yeah, yeah, yeah. Cannibal Holocaust, which didn't have any of that Blockbuster shit. Blockbuster didn't have that? No. Wow. No, Blockbuster... Dude, I am glad I'm not a Blockbuster Yeah, kid. they didn't have, like, a lot of that fucked up stuff. Yeah. 
Which, like, I get it, but Dude. at the same time, where the fuck do you draw the line? Roadrunner video in Norton, Ohio. Half the store was horror. Yeah, we Half had, the store. We had ours was called American Family. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, but so... Back when I watched it then, dude, it was it was the bee's knees, man. This was the most brutal thing I'd ever seen. And it wasn't so much the brutality that I loved about it. It was the how this isn't what is supposed to happen. And there's a famous quote about when this was at the Telluride, uh, Telluride Film Festival, this uh, shocked viewer afterwards approached the director and was like, you can't do that. Director's like, what do you mean? He's like, you can't make a movie like this. You can't have a movie where the the bad guy gets away and murders her and just leaves like that and just walks out and the director looks at him and like thinks about it for a second. He's like, well, we did, and then <laughs> walked away. Like, and that was that shock value. It was well, that was, and the fact that it was it was one of the first movies that you see things from the murderer's perspective yeah. and you kind of like. It's trying to make the the bad guy the protagonist. Like yeah. he's they're trying to make him like sympathetic and you're rooting for him. Yeah. And honestly, thinking about it now, I'm pretty sure Rob Zombie had a lot of um oh, yeah. influence from this well, uh, when he made the Devil's Rejects. Tom Towles is in every single Rob Zombie movie. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like the belligerent jackass. You know what? Sheriff, was, uh, detective. Bro, uh, I can honestly say I was watching it last night and I was like, "Add forty this pounds, guy, make him bald." Yeah, this guy yeah. looks hella familiar. Yep. Yeah, and he's also in the Night of the Living Dead nineties. Uh, uh, okay, so I'm gonna ask you this: He's in every nineties TV show I watched. Yeah, literally every nineties TV dad. show. He's the drunk dad. He's the drunk truck driver. He's the drunk asshole. Pedophile he's, uncle. Twice. <laughs> I mean, he's kind of the pedophile uncle yeah. in this one, but he's yeah, more I mean, like the pedophile brother in real life. But uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, okay, uh, we're gonna get into it. So uh, but, this is what I was gonna ask you about. I was actually yeah, yeah, gonna yeah. ask you about Tom Towles is uh, or Tools or however the fuck you yeah. say his name. We butcher names. Yeah. You know, you guys know how. Oh, no, just wait till the last week. <laughs> Memories of murder. Yeah. You guys remember how I did all those names really bad? <laughs> I sure do, Nick. It's funny because we haven't even done that episode yet. Nick, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Okay. Oh, but back, I was al- I almost said this part, and I really have to. The VHS uh, marketing oh, yeah. at uh, Roadrunner. On the case of this, the tagline, which isn't even the tagline, but it was my tagline that made me rent this movie. He's not Freddy. He's not Jason. He's real. I remember that, dude. <laughs> it was on the top of I the VHS. I remember that. It He's was not Freddy. Huge. He's not Jason. He's real. And I know, I mean, I loved all that shit. Though. Oh, like, yeah. I'd seen everything that was there. Those old-ass early 2000s. Two- <laughs> there was a slew of early 2000s really bad serial killer movies. Fuck. Like, there was yeah. Ted Bundy. Yeah. Dahmer, which yep. had uh, Jeremy Renner as as Dahmer. I don't know if I remember that one. It's bad. Uh, uh, they had a Gacy one. Yep. They had an Ed Gein one. Yep. They had another Ed Gein one where fucking Kane Hodder played Ed Gein. Yeah. Which makes no goddamn sense because Ed Gein was like 5'7", 140 pounds. Well, you know. And Kane Hodder played fucking Jason. Yeah. Yeah, I know who he is. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, there was a lot of really bad ones. We never even said who directed this movie. Oh, shit. 
We have we have side railed so hard. You know, this is we're just we're a little rusty. That's all. No, 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 no. This was actually a good movie, I know, and we're having I know, fun, and we want to talk about. I agree. It. I agree, and I don't have much to say about other things other than <laughs> it's an hour and twenty three minutes long. Dude, it's perfect. Uh, it's a good. It, okay, I, who's I like the director? Length. Who's uh, the director? John McNaughton. Uh, he's done one other thing. You'll know. Oh God, what is it? Wild things. Wild th- with Matt Dillon, Kevin Bacon, and uh, uh, um, oh, oh, dude, I thought uh, you what were... are the, what are the girls' names? Nev Campbell. I've and, never, uh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about with the lesbian Denise Ri- Richardson. Denise Richards. Richards. Yeah, yeah. I never seen that movie. How have you never seen that movie? I don't know. I there's some cool lesbian stuff in it. I've heard. I know, dude. I know. I know. We'll we'll put it on the list, bro. I mean, I don't really ever want to watch it again. <laughs> I, dude, when you said wild but, things. I mean, like, everybody saw that in high school. I didn't everybody. see Everybody. Or Cruel Intentions. I never saw that either. Yeah. Okay, dude. That's when you said wild things. Movie. I thought you said wild hogs. <laughs> like, that's, when you said wild things, that's, I thought of wild hogs. I was like. It's a great movie. What? There's actually a tie into that somehow. Wild um, Hogs? No, I know it's not a great movie. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> you know what Wild uh, Hogs is, right? Yeah, the John Travolta. Tim uh, Allen. Tim Allen. William H. Macy. Martin Seth Lawrence. Green? Who's the younger one that's with them, too? It's. Uh, uh, well, it's, it's Tim Allen, John Travolta. Martin Lawrence and William H Macy. Yeah, I think that's it. I thought there was like a younger one. Well, there. I think Ray Liotta's in it too. Oh, Ray Liotta is in it. Marissa Tomei. Yep. Kevin Durant, MC Ganey. Maybe there wasn't a young one. Steven Tobolowski. Yeah, dude, the Tobes. Randy Skyler. There's a lot of people in this movie. Randy Skyler, I think, is the one you're thinking of. The dude from uh, Monk. Is that? Is that? Well, he's and Jason Skyler. They're the twins. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because sometimes I think they're identical twins, and then sometimes I don't think they're identical twins. They have confusing faces. It's like Jeremy Irons. Oh, my gosh. So the director of Wild Hogs is Walt Becker. He also directed Old Dogs with John Travolta and Robin Oh, God, that fucking movie. And Van Wilder. How? One, and Glory Days, and Alvin and the Chipmunks Road Trip. Dude, when's the last time? Road Chip? Oh, Alvin, Alvin and the Chipmunks 3, The Road Chip. Road Chip? Dude. Ugh. Okay. Why? How did... Here's, the, All here's right, my question on. to you. When's the last time you saw a good boob comedy? Good boob comedy? Yeah. Like uh, fucking Van Wilder. I consider Van Wilder a boob comedy. Okay. Or like okay. Euro Trip or okay. Road Trip. Like something bullshit like that. I like both those movies. I, I like all those movies. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen Van Wilder. Really? Yeah. It was kind of fun. I don't think I've ever seen that. I mean... I mean, I'm sure it was on at a party, but I've, I've never have sat down and was like, I'm going to watch Van Wilder. I mean, it's a fine movie. Yeah. I mean, it's it's Ryan Reynolds. I, I think I think Waiting is a better movie. Yeah? Okay. Um, I've seen Waiting. Uh, I also you, lived Waiting. Yeah. So it, it was either really funny to you or really fucked. Yeah. <laughs> you know... I'm not gonna you were deny. I'm not gonna deny any of that. I'm not gonna deny any of that shit. I was more like the dishwasher. No, you were uh, welcome. To, oh, fucking bishop! 
well, you know. <laughs> that was you? At 13 years old. <laughs> I, no, I picture you being the dude with the knife doing a movie quote. Yeah. Because that's the first thing Dane Cook... Welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch. Yeah, that... Yeah, that, that was you. That was literally me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a little embarrassed. I never had the piercings and... Or the tribal tattoos. No. But I did wear tribal tattoo sleeves once. Oh, my. Because like, I was a pizza oven guy, and I kept burning my arms. I was like, oh, man, these are going to protect my arms so they well. fucking melted to oh, your skin. Oh, they melted straight to my skin. I have scars still all across my arm from where it caught in the whole thing. Yikes, I was dude. not smart. I was not smart. Yikes, dude. Did I ever tell you about how we almost killed my friend? <laughs> I mean, you yes. Okay. But how so many times was... have you almost killed a friend? Oh, this one's bad. So we, my buddy, uh, I was, uh, so this is me, my two buddies, uh, my buddy Garrett. Okay. He bought me the Cold Steel African Spear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've told you this story. Yeah. He bought me the Cold Steel African Spear. Uh-huh. And uh, we were just, and my other buddy whose house we were at, mm-hmm. his name's Brant, we were, uh, shout out Brant, he listens to podcast. Sorry. Hi, Brett. Yeah. Glad right. he didn't die. It wasn't him that almost died. Oh, okay. He was He was just there. <laughs> Glad you weren't an accomplice to murder. <laughs> witnessing the fuck. So, Garrett, we're sitting here throwing this fucking six-foot spear. Garrett takes a fucking teddy bear, and he's like, dude, check this out. And he lights it on fire. Well, it was made of polyester. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, he, he put it on the spear, and he lit it. Uh-huh. And then he was going to throw the spear straight up in the air because we were throwing the spear yeah. straight in the air. Yeah, and running away. Yeah, yeah. it's a game. Dumb. So we did it with bone arrows. <laughs> yeah, so. we did that too. <laughs> so um, he does it. He lights it. He throws it up into the air. Well, as he does that, it dripped onto his hand. Oh. And he was like, "Ow, fuck, fuck!" And he wasn't looking. And I was like, <laughs> "Dude, Garrett!" And he's like. Oh, fuck. And he starts backing up. And he there was a cooler behind him. <laughs> he didn't see it. He tripped over the cooler, oh fell backwards. God. The fucking spear hit where the cooler was and went over his head as he was falling back like the Matrix, dude. Oh, my God. If he wouldn't have tripped over the cooler, it would have went into the top of his head. <laughs> and then when he tripped over the cooler, he created like a ramp for it to like glide yeah. off. And if he wouldn't have fallen, it would have stabbed him in the head. Oh, my God. Like it was like legitimately one foot away from going into his head. Yeah. And the shit was still on fire. <laughs> and it went into the side of my buddy's house. And we're all like holy fuck and then my buddy goes oh shit my house and we he runs over there we're putting the fucking fire out and then we're like all right dude let's just go inside <laughs> did i ever tell you that yes okay. yes and i forgot about it completely though <laughs> okay my favorite near-death story oh my I mean, god there's there are none actually this one. There's one. There's one good one. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it was 4th of July or... I feel like it was a 4th of July because we were... You had fireworks? So we didn't have fireworks per oh, se. No. But <laughs> at a friend's house that I will not disclose names or places, uh, you know, Is type it, of situation. Well, let me ask you this. They had an old faithful, they called her. And it was a, a pipe, you know, that was cemented into a big block of cement... You know, just big loose. You can put it in the truck and take it somewhere. It's a smoke, uh, 
imbibification out of? No, like they would throw not pipe like a like a piece of galvanized steel. Like oh, like a, okay. Like a fence I thought you were talking post. about glass pipe. No, this is just like some big like chunk a, of steel. Yeah, like a lead pipe. Yeah, cemented into a big block of cement. Holy. F- and they would pack in this like why, dude? Gunpowder or some sort of material. And then light a fuse and run away. That's a bad idea. And it would make a boom, you know? It would make a big boom. Boom. Big bada boom. Not like big big boom. Big bada boom. Uh, You're not getting my fifth element reference. I was doing perfect Mila Jovovich there. Dude, I've only seen it once and it was like last year, okay? Fucking sue me. You have had a uh, whole life to live with this fucking fifth element. And now all I hear about is that, oh, you've only seen it once? Listen, bitch, I've lived with having not seen it. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Sorry. Back to Sorry. my story. Uh, we're doing this a couple several times. probably getting pissed at me. She is, she is literally trying to take a nap above us. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're making big noise, big bada booms. The neighbor, you know, comes over, you know, good old boy. Uh, oh, man. And he says, what you boys, you know, there's an exchange. You know, he's like, you think you're making noise? And we're like, yeah, we're making noise. We woke your ass up. And he's like, I got something. He pulls out a, Tell me he his own my little can of... You know, powder. It's a completely different color than the powder I saw being put into nope, our pipe. That's sus. That's thermite. And he takes a little bit and he put, he's like, just that much. And oh we do it. Big, big bada boom. Big bada boom. It was and thermite. And he's right? like, yeah, you go. You guys can. He gives us a little bit. He's like, just, you know, you saw the appropriate amount. Have fun. And he walks oh away. My. We put it all, all oh in. My. It was all in. Of we course. Like that. I mean, you have to, right? That shit is placed. It's been there all day. We didn't move it once. It's not even 12 feet from the porch of the back of the house. Oh, Right my. in between the house and the four-car garage right there. Where it's like right there at the point of a triangle. That's bad. So we light it, go back up on the porch. We're all on the porch. There's 12 people, you know, all on the porch, people on the roof. Oh, my. That shit goes off. It is the loudest thing I've ever heard when the smoke <laughs> clears because there was smoke everywhere. Old Faithful's gone. Oh, my. <laughs> the cement is disintegrated. Oh, my. Gone. The pipe is literally made of a pipe bomb in the back. Like, <laughs> just trying to make noise and have you fun. pipe bomb? Fucking the pipe part of it had gone through the wall of the garage oh all the way through to the other wall and out. Holy shit. And all of us are just on the porch. We're all just like touching ourselves <laughs> all over our body. Windows on the house are cracked. Oh my God. Did the police come? No. Oh my This country God. shit. Oh. <laughs> but just no one injured. The odds of that just... I, I don't I don't even understand how and I feel like I was I was just dead center to it. Like I would just witness it all happened and like everyone could have been when it. it you know, like, were you just like what would happen if every single person had gotten it, like just horrifically shrapnel death and I'm only one person's left alive, like Dude That person oh. would be in prison for the rest of their life, like he murdered all them. <laughs> she murdered all them. Like <laughs> this my life could be completely different from that one instance. Bro, I was watching this uh, video on last stream on the left, and it was like this girl's riding in the bus, and she drops a pencil, 
and she bends down to pick it up, and at that exact moment, like, something happens and takes the whole top of the bus off. Oh, my God. And she comes up, and everyone's heads are cut off. This is real? (laughs) No, it's fake. Oh, my God. It also kind of reminds me of Ghost Ship. (laughs) Why does this movie come up in our circle? (laughs) Because that scene is dope. Oh, my God. You know that's that's the only thing I remember from that whole movie. (laughs) That's the whole thing anyone remembers about that movie. Because that's the coolest thing in the movie. Okay. We never even got to the writer of Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer. (laughs) Portrait Uh, of a Serial Killer. This movie was... Filmed in 1986 and completely done on a budget of $110,000. Didn't get theatrically released until 1989. This movie got so jumbled because of It was rated X. Well, uh, yes, yes. Uh, But he pushed for, the director pushed the people that, the producers, they were two brothers. I want to say the Ali brothers or something like that. They hired this director because they were in Chicago. They're both Chicago. That's why it's in Chicago, because they mm, both lived in Chicago. Okay, that makes sense. Those two, the two brothers wanted to make a documentary about uh, crime and gangsters in Chicago, and they hired John McNaughton, and he did a great job. The movie turned a profit. It was successful for what it was, and they wanted, a year or two later, they wanted to make another movie. They wanted to make a wrestling documentary, because... They had found some collector that gave them was going to give them six hundred hours of uh, behind the scenes wrestling vintage wrestling footage, like pro wrestling. Yeah, like big yeah. names in wrestling and like WWE. That, yes, like that type. Enough of shit. that these brothers were going to pay one hundred ten thousand dollars for all the rights to all this footage, so they could make this exclusive documentary with it. And they hired John McNaughton to do that. Right before the deal was about to sign, though, they uh, the guy wanted twice the amount of money. And the brothers were only had $110,000. So they said, fuck it. They went to John McNaught and they said, hey, take that money. Don't make a wrestling documentary. We want a horror movie. We want a monster movie, scary movie, alien movie. Because, you know, it's 1985. Like, yeah, that was a big thing. year for, yeah. And um, John McNaught's like, okay. Uh, goes home, thinks about it. He has no idea how to make a horror movie on a budget of $110,000. You know, he, he's only made documentary after, before this. He has no concept of how to make a feature film. Well, that makes sense that he's only done documentaries before this. Do you know how he came to the decision to make Henry Portrait of the Serial Killer? I don't. He, that night when he went home, the 2020 had an episode on Henry Lee Lucas. Interesting. So he, watching that, he decided that's the real horror. That's the horror movie, A, I can make with the budget I have, and B, this is what's scary right now. Yeah. Well, it was was pretty recent, because Henry Lee Lucas was confessing around that Mm -hmm. time to the, you know, however many he confessed to. He got arrested in 83. Let's do, let's make this uh, a little uh, segue into real life facts on Portrait of a Real Serial Killer. What... The real story. Supposedly. Portrait of the real killer. Yeah. Um, so, the things that this movie got wrong. <laughs> uh, they never went to Chicago. Yeah. Um, Henry Lee... Okay, well, first, let's start off. Henry Lee Lucas, um, his partner in crime was named Otis. Okay. O-T-T-I-S, Tool. Okay. Okay. In this movie, his name is Otis. Uh-huh. That's fine. You yeah, know, yeah, understandable. Yeah. Otis is like a a weird yeah. southern Florida name yeah. because that's where Otis Tool lived. 
was in Jacksonville, mm-hmm. Florida. Wait, it's his the real person's name was Otis Tool. Yeah. So Otis the, Tool. the director that or the actor that plays Ot- Ta- Otis yeah. Tool is named Tom Tool. Well, it's T O O L E. That's Otis Tool. T O W L E S. That's probably tools or towels. It's pretty weird. Yeah. It's pretty weird. It's super close. Just saying. But Just saying. uh sorry. They lived in the south. Okay, which yeah. makes way more sense oh, yeah. than being in Chicago. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is they never, like, this whole movie takes place in Chicago. Well, A, they never went to Chicago. Yeah. B, they never really stayed in one place for that long. Yeah. When they did, they didn't really kill anyone. Yeah. Um, they would really only kill people when they went on their drifts. Yeah. Um, and uh, Otis Tool was a... He was like a six foot three, openly gay man. Yeah. Um, much more fucked up than he was in this movie. Um, in this movie, they say, uh, so, uh, wow, I'm fucking all this up. I'm going in all different directions. Okay. I'm going to talk about Otis Tool. Uh, Otis Tool, uh, what he, his niece was Becky. It wasn't his yeah, sister. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was his niece. Becky was 13 also. Yeah. Uh, she wasn't like 20 or however the fuck old she's supposed to be. She, she was never a stripper. She was intellect. She had, uh, according to Wikipedia, severe intellectual disabilities. Um, yep. Otis Tool himself had an IQ around between 60 and 70. Is that good? That's bad. Oh, okay. That's really bad. Normal's like, I, th- I want to say normal is around like 100. Okay, so he's, he's like a D or a C, low yeah, C. Yeah, but he like he was fucked up. Yeah, he's also yeah. accused. He has confessed to killing uh, John Walsh's son, Adam Walsh, of unsolved mysteries. Oh come on! Uh, John We're, Walsh has gone on record to say he doesn't believe Otis Tool. Yeah. Oh, I've heard that. I've yeah. heard. Uh, but that's uh that's West Coast. That's uh, Portland, right? John Walsh? Yeah. No, he lived in Missouri. Was it really Missouri? I think it's somewhere around there. Huh. Um, it was the Midwest, yeah. I believe. I mean, that show was huge in the but Midwest. But he, uh, the son, or the, the host, the reason he was the host is because his son has an unsolved murder. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, Otis Toole confessed to it. No, I, I remember this. Um, yeah. It's not true. In the movie, yeah. Becky says she's from Vandalia. Mm-hmm. She's from Jacksonville, Florida. Same with Otis. Yeah. The Tool family is... Well, Becky's last name is Powell. She got right in the movie. Yeah. Um, uh, Henry's dad died when he was 13. Yep. Uh, real life Henry Lee Lucas. His dad died when he was 13. Uh, his brother was not deformed. <laughs> See, a lot of these things... Well, a lot of that stuff right there, that's from one of Henry's, like... Where he opens Lies. up and starts talking. Yeah. And if you know any of the Henry Beckler, but even without knowing it, you just know serial killers lie. See, they tell and, stories. They, well, don't, yeah. they would never tell the truth. And what shows it the best, and Some this of is them one don't. of my notes, but even like, I mean, a lot of them. You can't, you, a lot of them, do, well, I would say it's 50-50. Yeah, well, and it's probably different than that because every serial killer, not every serial killer is the same, but he, one of the things I remember hearing a lot is that if it comes to like the murder of his mother, that's the one he a hundred percent did. That's the one in the movie. He says f- 
three or four different ways he killed her. Yeah. There, and, and in real life, he was actually convicted, served time for that. Yeah. Like, How'd he kill and her admitted in real life? to it. So in real life, he, because uh, he says in the movie that he shot her. He says he shot his dad. Yeah. He says he uh, stabbed his mom. He says he, uh, well, Otis or Otis says he killed his mom with a baseball, baseball bat. bat. He says he stabbed her. Then yep. he says he shot her. Yeah, I just said all that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so three. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that I think that proves my point that. Well, I that's one of the Roker's things I actually like about this movie yeah. is that it does show that Henry Lucas is not trustworthy. Oh yeah, he's. I'm pretty sure everything he said was bullshit. Yes. Yes. And uh, the reason he said it, the reason he confessed, well, we'll get into this, but what I was going to say is uh, um, he stabbed his mom to death in the neck. Okay. So he got, he was doing something. He came back to his mom's house uh, in Virginia, Blacksburg, Virginia. Uh Um, He had gone on a drift or something and he came back and his mom was super pissed at him. Oh, he was getting married. He uh-huh. he had gotten married. His mom was a real piece of shit. Well, she really was a prostitute that yes. would make him watch. All the and... stuff in this movie yeah. that uh, Henry Lee Lucas says about his mom is all truth. Yeah. And it's fucked up, too, because Henry's story is way worse than this movie portrays it. Yeah. Like, it's way worse yeah um but like okay so for instance his dad actually did get his legs cut off by a train yeah that's because <laughs> <laughs> he, he was an alcoholic yeah um wait what like all alcoholics at some point will lose their legs from no he's train? an alcoholic he passed out on train tracks and got his fucking legs cut off <laughs> I feel like and the way did... he died yeah. was this is what I was gonna write or this is what I wrote down is uh he died of hypothermia because he was super fucked up and passed out outside when it was fucking cold in the winter and died. Uh, I mean that that happens. That I mean happens. I've never I mean I've never had it happen. <laughs> um his dad was nicknamed Lucky. He used to Ironically. sell Yes, he used yeah. to sell pencils at like the farmers market. Uh-huh. Um so let's see. Uh, Henry lost his eye at the age of ten. That's um, right. At school, yeah, he had a pencil stabbed into his eye on accident, complete accident. Really? Um, yes. <clears throat> he, I mean, it got infected. He never oh. took care of himself. His mom, uh, when in the movie, he says his mom used to dress him up as a girl. Yep, it's a fact. She did that? Uh, also made him watch her have sex with Johns. Um, he. His mom sent him to school his very first day of kindergarten in a dress. Yeah. Uh, also, fun fact: same thing happened to Charles Manson. Really? Yep. Hmm. Uh, and then let's see. He was I I, I mentioned uh, he was released in in 1970 from prison due to prison overcrowding. Yeah. I think in the movie they want to say he escaped or something. They don't answer it because. Otis says, uh, Otis is on parole. Otis is on parole, but then she asks, how'd he get out? And he says, oh, you don't want to know about that. Or, yeah, yeah, that's right. He says, no, he says oh, you don't want to know how, what he was in for. And then she's like, well, how'd he get out? He's like, oh, you should ask me about that or something. I, yeah. But he doesn't say how. 
I guess he's suggesting that it was... Like, something. Yeah. Something cool. Not just, ah, they let him out. Yeah. He blew the warden. Uh. (laughs) Um, They say, and this is the other thing, too. So, there's, like, I think he... How many people does he murder in this movie? So I feel like there's, like, 15 murders that happen in this movie. There's the... The two girls in the car. I'm going to even count Otis's because... The, the six dead bodies you see at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Is it six? Yeah. It's five or six. Yeah. Let's take a break real quick and hear from our sponsor. I'm worried about time. Actually, let's see how long we've been going. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> We're really good at guessing when it's at that mark. Right? That's it's weird. That's like 30 seconds off from the last time we did that. I know. Just it's saying. weird. Wow. All right. Well, let's hear from Nick Lenos about Anchor. Hi, I'm Nick Lenos. Psych! <laughs> Got him! Did you just psych our audience? Yep, it's oh. 1994. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not. <laughs> psych! And we're back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't do that noise without thinking of Fresh Off the Boat. <laughs> and I know you don't watch Fresh <laughs> Off the Boat, but... I do like that guy in Fresh Off the Boat. Asian Jim. Yes, Asian Jim, also Kim Jong-un. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the interview. Can't, for the life of me, remember his real name. I, I don't know either. But he's good. He's in, um, he's also... Uh, Always in, Be My Maybe. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it came, I always called it the Netflix uh, Crazy Rich... Uh, Crazy Rich Asians? Yeah, the Netflix, or the Hulu <laughs> version of that or something. Oh, Okay. But it was good. Keanu Reeves was in it playing Keanu Reeves. It was fun. Oh, weird. <laughs> Thanks, Amy Wong. Uh, okay. It was good. I liked it. Uh, he's also in, uh, what the fuck is that movie called? V- or show. Veep. Yeah. He's also in Veep. Yeah, I have, have not watched Veep yet. It's good. I know. It's good. I know. It's a good time, dude. I'm just, I, I honestly have been waiting for it to finish. Just it is so, finished. I know. I know. And now I can do it. Yeah, you should do it, dude. I'm going to. I'm going to. Uh, so the other thing I was going to say about Henry Lee Lucas, really quick, so we can just wrap up this whole truth. The truth. <laughs> the whole truth. And you can't handle the truth. Now you uh, know. The rest of the story. If you don't that know, was a horrible part. Horrible. Now you know. Uh, Henry Lee Lucas was convicted. He was arrested and and convicted of the murder of at the time an unknown female who they named Orange Socks because she was found completely naked, strangled yeah. with a pair of orange socks. Yeah. Um, she was identified in 2019 as Deborah Jackson. What What year was that arrest? Sorry. Uh, no. 1983. Okay, okay. And this movie came out in 86. Yeah. Um, so, he, when he got arrested for Deborah Jackson, he also admitted to the murder of Becky Powell, the murder of Kate Rich. Mm-hmm. Um, people nowadays, uh, also, I gotta take it back to Orange Socks, Deborah Jackson. Yeah. Um, when they figured out her identity, they also realized that Henry Lee Lucas did not commit the murder. Wow. Um, Henry Lee Lucas was considered the confession killer. Yep. He went on to make a ton of false confessions. Yeah. He basically, even at the time, like in the 80s when this movie came out, people knew that he was lying. Yeah. Um, because when he was confessing to all this, the... the uh, fucking corrections officers who were interviewing him mm-hmm. 
they would give him cigarettes and coffee and treat him better than the other yep. fucking prisoners. Yep. And if he said, like, hey, I killed this person, I know where their body is, yep. uh, they would go to that town and they would buy Henry lunch and they would even take his fucking handcuffs off and let yep. him just walk around. Yep. So he was like, I'm just going to keep yep. confessing. He, at one point, his highest number he said he had murdered was over a thousand people. Um, most people nowadays, uh, like I mentioned, uh, he was exonerated for the murder of Orange Sox, 2019. I don't like using the term exonerated because I feel like exonerated means like you're You're innocent, innocent, but like he didn't commit that one. Yeah. He just didn't do that one. Yeah. Like, um, people nowadays pretty much believe that there are three confirmed Henry Lee Lucas kills Mm -hmm. and the rest are just suspect. Um, because starting around 2014 or 2015, they started testing the DNA um, from some of the murders he confessed to that the, the, uh, his story changed because that's the thing that happened. Also, they say, um, the police say that Henry Lee Lucas was a master at, at reading people's faces. Yeah. Um, so when he was telling something, he would look at the police officer's faces and adjust his story based on that. Also, he was, they said, uh, he was possibly given case files to look at. <laughs> I mean, I believe that. Cause yeah. people knew like, uh, like, uh, police officers knew that if they brought their cold cases to him or things that files, they just needed to close to get their, you know, yep. rates up or whatever they call it. Their <clears throat> they just wanted to close a lot of cases. Yeah. They just go yep. to him. He's like, this guy yeah, I fucking did it. Yep. Yeah. Um, because he also. Like, it was a win-win situation for them because they would close cases, Henry would get coffee and cigarettes. Yep. Um, Great movie, Coffee and Cigarettes. Never seen that movie. movie. Big fan. Yeah, shout out. (laughs) Wow. Ohio. Oh, my God. Uh. Okay. Okay. So, what I was going to say, and this is going to close out the Henry Lee Lucas section, is the only three murders that he's 100%, uh, we know he... Con- committed basically uh-huh. are the murder of his mother. Yep. The murder of Kate Rich, who Kate Rich was a woman. She was in her eighties. Um, she basically took in Henry Lee Lucas and Becky Powell when they were on the road. Uh-huh. And she lived on a commune. Um, she thought that her and Becky or, uh, Henry and Becky were married and let them live on her property. Well, um, turns out she ends up dead and a bunch of money was stolen from her. Yeah. And Henry admitted to doing it. So yeah. they're like, oh, he fucking did that shit. Yeah. And Becky Powell. He murdered Becky Powell. Yeah. Um, because he said the re- he said Becky Powell is the only murder that he feels bad about committing. Uh-huh. And he said the only reason he did it is because he could not have sex with a living woman. He could only have sex with corpses. Do you really think that's why, though? Or did he just say that to be... That's empty? what he's... I mean, he's he a just, fucking like, liar. original edgelord. I think he just killed her because he he didn't know what else to do. Yeah. Um, how to move on. Oh, and that's what... The other thing is, I was going to explain to you the murder of his mother. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. So he stabbed her in the neck. He claims... This is the story he tells. Uh-huh. Is he came back home. He told his mom he was married. Um... And he obviously got divorced from this woman. He was married, I think, three times. Anyway, um, he was married to this woman, and uh, his mom was, like, yelling at him and shit. And he, he was, like, he is on record saying, like, I slapped her, and I didn't realize I had a knife in my hand until I looked up and her fucking throat was cut. I mean, we've all 
had mistakes. Slapped somebody with a knife. Well, you know, metaphor, you know, not that per se, but... Dude, I, I kind of would love to see someone slap someone with a knife. You know, I've definitely gone to, like, itch my head when I had a pen or a knife in my hand and, like, didn't re- think about it. I have uh, cut the back of my leg before because I had a knife in my... I used to scratch my leg and arms with a, with a dull knife. Uh-huh. Still do. Yeah, of course. Um, except for the fact, shout out Paula. She got us some back scratchers for Christmas. Oh. Hell yeah, those are game changers, go. bro. I got nice. this extendable back scratcher. I got one of them. Oh, my. I got one of them. So I don't do this anymore. But when I worked at, at Benchmade, yeah. I had an unsharpened knife, and I went to itch my back of my leg. Didn't realize I'd put a burr on it already. Hadn't buffed it. So a fucking rough 120 grit burn uh-huh. just slash the back uh-huh. of my leg open i'm surprised i didn't cut my achilles tendon like that's <laughs> where it was Liz grew lemongrass in uh in our first house we lived in in ohio and she's like you're gonna love this stuff it keeps the bugs away i was like really and i ripped out a bunch of the lemongrass and i started rubbing it in my hands and then rubbed it all into my oh, face oh no well, I look like fucking Edward Scissorhands when he, he like sneezing. Oh, like it was no. bad, man. My whole arms were all cut up. Oh. Face was all cut up. <laughs> Didn't get bit by a single mosquito. Hell no, yeah! I, I mean, probably, <laughs> I was bleeding, bro. Uh, <laughs> you know they make. Um, there's a company called Grave Before Shave mm. that makes uh, citronella beard oil. Hey, I don't know. It's kind of, kind of genius though. Yeah. Like, I would buy that just to use while I'm camping. Yeah. Camping's easy to take care of. Just don't shower for, like, four days before you go camping. I'm not doing that, dude! I do it every time before I go camping. I smell like a fucking... Yeah, but the minute you go camping, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, but the day before... You can do two days. Dude, if I don't take a shower every day, I smell like a fucking piece of Panda Express orange chicken wrapped in salami. I can't smell myself over the cigarettes and, you know, other things. Dude, I will smell like a piece of orange chicken wrapped in salami. That sounds good. I know. (laughs) Uh, uh, I'll do some interesting <laughs> trivia about Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Hell uh, yeah, dude. I'm excited for it. Michael Roker remained a character the entire time through filming. Must have been a nightmare. Uh, 28 days. 28 days is uh, how long filming took on this movie. And for 28 days, he did not leave character. He was uh, uh, cut off from the rest of the crew. He was the only one that had his own changing room. Uh, the uh, So much so, his wife found out during the filming that she was pregnant and waited till after filming to tell him. That's fucking awesome. Because even she saw like he was not Henry. He was not Michael. He was Henry. That's scary. It he is, is. He is scary in this movie. He fucking kills it. He's so good in this. He was working. I've mentioned it earlier. I think as a janitor uh, when he went in for the audition of this movie, he wore his janitor uniform into the audition. Dude, that is phenomenal. Slept on actor. Michael that is Rooker. what he's wearing in the movie. He's wearing his janitor uniform That's in so the movie. Awesome. He only had one jacket, so that's why every time he's about to commit a crime, he takes his jacket off because he didn't want to get blood on the jacket. Oh, my God. Which, A, I love that is, like, a practical filmmaking, uh, like, a thought. Like, he is a smart, like, that's smart. And that shows you, that's not, like, actor smart. That's just a human he's being He's in the smart. character, too. Yeah, and it's also in the character. Like, the character wouldn't want to get blood on his jacket, or at least 
in my mind, I would think that. Yeah. Um, The other thing, there was one scene that I really liked Mm -hmm. because, well, okay, I also, speaking of this, I kind of forgot that there are a couple other things that are wrong in the movie. Yeah. Um, But what I was going to say is the... The way that you say that, like, in the movie it looks so natural. Yeah. Um, the scene I really like is when uh, they pretend like their car is broken down. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't and that know, guy Otis. pulls over. Can you do this on your own? Fucking great scene, dude. Uh, I will tell you, Otis Tool, or Otis, Otis Tool, yeah. he murdered people before he met Henry Lee Lucas. Yeah. So like there's, that, <laughs> there's that. Yeah. Also, um... They would have Becky Powell stand out there yeah. in like nothing as a thirteen year old girl, and guys would pull over and they would kill him. Yeah. Um. But, uh, I liked that scene a lot. It was pretty it was scary. It was pretty accurate. Like it kind of shows you what the fuck they used to do. Yeah. Like that is the most accurate. That was like, if you believe part of Henry's story. Yeah. That's kind of what they did. Yeah. And it it, it kind of goes to show it's a little more Ted Bundy. Mm-hmm. Like most times they would just be hitchhiking or yeah, pretending yeah. to be hitchhiking. And then people would fucking pull over and they would kill him and take their car. Um, the other thing is that they get a camcorder from killing this guy in the movie. Yeah. Um, and they start videoing themselves. Uh that's not a thing that they did. Yeah. Uh, there are other serial killers that have done that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what the movie might be, you know, referencing. But yeah. uh, they did Henry just the Lucas idea. And, like, everybody at this time knew what that was. That was a $800 piece of equipment that most people couldn't afford. And, yeah. You know, to show that, like, that, I mean, it's great. It works in this movie. The family murder scene then with it, using it, and yes. the way Otis kept watching it, and then how he even takes it and pockets it, and then we don't see it again. Yeah. Uh, the no, dance it, party. It, it gets, uh, doesn't it get thrown out the window? The camcorder gets thrown I out I thought the, the tape was still in there. No, because later on then, when, he cut, when Henry and Becky go out to dinner for the steak dinner, Otis is passed out watching it in frame by frame. That's right. Mm-hmm. So he had the, because I thought the same thing. I was like, but Henry wouldn't just let the tape of of the fucking murder out in the street. I don't think he would. No. Or at least in this movie, the real life one probably, if he's not that far away, IQ That's why I don't think he fucking did any of the shit he did, because he's too goddamn dumb to get away with it. Unless he did it like they did in the movie, where they just pretended to be broke down, someone pulled over, they fucking shot him and drove away. Yep. Um... That dance party when they first bring the camcorder home, uh, that was all improvised. Everything in this you know, was improvised. Yeah. And it, I mean, it, it worked. It looked like a bunch of really stupid people that were They drunk. looked drunk, too. Yeah. It was pretty convincing. It was good. Uh, a little too convincing with the Otis. Yeah. <laughs> that grosses yeah, me out. Which, let's get into you, you, uh, you had an issue. Uh,. Hard to watch scenes. Yeah. Trigger warnings, maybe? Yeah. Otis, he rapes the sister. And it's... It's pretty brutal. It is, man. And it's just the whole movie has this vibe of... And I definitely didn't get this as much when I was younger. Because, I mean, a lot of it probably went over my... I mean, 
it didn't go over my head. I don't know why I wasn't as disturbed by it then. I think it's because, like back then when I was in high school, like freshman year of high school, you don't understand the severity of it. No, because I think it's this is just a concept in movies. You know, I'm I yeah. lived in a small town. I didn't know the things I know now. You know, yeah. it, it was. It was just movie fodder. I, th- I think know, with, with age, real. yeah, with age also, I've grown to, you know, yep. if there's a movie that I know has a rape scene in it, I'm very hesitant to watch it. Yep. It's it's just something that's, like, not really enjoyable for me to see. No. Um, and that's why I kind of wanted to bring it up yep. because, you know, I know there are people that listen to our podcast that haven't seen this movie. Yeah. You know, they, I've heard from multiple people that... Oh, I've never seen the movie, but I listened to your podcast. If it, um, if you if you are, are thinking about watching, watching this, this movie and that is your trigger, watch the uh, European version. The European version, up until I think the last five years, had it removed completely from it, and the family <laughs> murder scene. You know, honestly, um, yeah, the fan. Oh wow, okay, yeah. I mean, Which a lot sense, of people have but... more issues with that scene than the rape scene. Yeah, for, I mean, it makes sense, but... Yeah. Um, there was also a cut. <laughs> the director supposedly cut the scene right before filming. That's what I read. But I also read that when John McNaughton turned this the one of his final... Like, or when he was finished filming and handed it to the brothers to, for their first viewing, it was two hours and 22 minutes long. Oh, my. So I it, would like to see that. I want to see the McNaughton cut, dude. I don't. I don't, because... I do. They're in that movie, in that cut, because exi- he says he cut it and never filmed it, but he had to have filmed it. If he had two hours and 22 minutes, he had this scene, and it's Otis of full-on penetrating the dead mother. Like, after... Uh, Otis? After he snaps the neck, Otis having full-on sex with the dead mother. See, that's interesting, because... Because that was Henry's thing. Yes, and yeah. Otis is the one who's sucking on the dead girl's titty. I'm mm-hmm. sure people had a lot of issues with that, mm-hmm. um, which is funny too because I, you know, I was thinking about this movie and I was like, man, this is bad, but like, this is nothing compared to Necromantic. Oh my god, I don't think we can watch it. Like, did this movie really fuck you up? No, it didn't really fuck me up. It did put me in a weird headspace, but once again, it's an hour and twenty three minutes. It's yeah. not bad, and uh, as hard as those ten minutes were, because it was like ten minutes that was just rough and brutal. I like the ending. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, so uh, you got you got more trivia still, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, when Otis gets his his fucking head cut off, oh, a yeah. he gets stabbed in the eye, which is a fucking great scene. It was it was a good gore scene. Yeah, uh, it's great. But then he cuts off his head and he pulls his head out of the tub for a split second and puts it in a garbage bag. Yes. That head costs $7,000. Holy shit! $7,000. That's Dude. like a percentage of the budget. Do the math. The movie costs $110,000 to make and that costs $7,000. That I'm is not doing more. That is more than Michael Roker was probably paid for this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or at least half. Oh, I'm sorry. I think it was $700. Oh, well, still, $700 is a lot. Yeah, I wrote 700 but I said 7000 so, you know, maybe it was only that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> cool story, bro. You like that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> when, uh, when John McNaughton originally had this planned, he had a very specific uh, filmmaker in, uh, in mind, or, like, cinematographer, 
Yeah. And I can't for the life of me remember the name. I don't know why I wrote this down. Like, I would remember the name. Because I don't... I'm not good at cinematographers' names. Yeah. Like, that's not in my wheelhouse. But that guy was well known for doing handheld camera, you know, fast pace and movements and, you know, the real edgy, like, kind of new wave uh, filmmaking. Yeah. And uh, he dropped out. Oh, my. So they went the completely opposite route with this movie. And I, I think it's so much better. They do fixed camera shots. There's no shakiness. Everything is very steady. They're very long shots. That scene you were talking about where they go take the car under the underpass and he hands him the gun and asks yeah. him if he can do it. That scene is like uncut almost three minutes. Yeah. Like, and the camera just slowly moves like on its uh, on like dolly, a dolly or, or whatever. Something. It's just such a... It's the complete opposite of what he wanted. And I think it is better. If oh, it yeah. was found footage -y in any way more than like the camcorder stuff... Yeah, I, I agree. Would not have liked it. So, um, yeah, dude, I was gonna say, I agree totally. Like that long, those long shots are fucking awesome. I I kind of like the addition of the camcorder. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that kind of plays into my rating. Yeah. Um. Do you want to get into it? Yeah. Yeah. Um. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. I think I said everything I wanted to say. Um, oh, my notes during the movie. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> Roker is great, but we've said that a hundred times. Yeah, dude. Why Michael Roker it. is fucking... Um, I love his quote, you telling me you never killed no one before. I like that. Uh, you <coughs> me, I'll, do my, I'll do my Michael Rooker. You telling me you never killed nobody before? That's him, like now, or yeah. In that's that's Days more of, of a Thunder. it's more of a Merle. <coughs> it's more of a Merle than it is a Henry. Yeah. <coughs> oh. Can you do it? <laughs> you want to pause? <coughs> I was chewing a piece of beef jerky when you started the episode. I thought you were gonna wait. <laughs> I tried to chew it fast, <coughs> and a crushed red pepper went into my windpipe. Dude, did I ever? <coughs> did I ever tell you about the time my brother? Uh, <laughs> my brother accidentally had a piece of um you know the red the red pepper you put on your pizza? Yeah, crushed Accident red pepper. Yeah, yeah. He accidentally had some on his hand and he itched his eye. Oh man. Dude, he was done, dude. Yep. He wanted to die. It's not fun. I've I've worked in kitchens my whole life. <laughs> I've I've done it. So how many times have you uh Yes. More than the, one with the jalapeno peppers? More than one. Oh man. Not just the eye. Well, oh no, I was talking about somebody yep. else's. Yeah. Uh, Damn. Okay, so uh, one of the other notes. Yes. When Otis is leaving his parole officer, do you notice his? Yep. Bye. Bye. It was oh one hundred percent. I was gonna bye. bring it. Well, bye. Bye. <laughs> dude, that's and and that's the other thing, dude. I kind of wish that he would have done a real Otis yeah. tool. Because, so, Otis Tool, his voice wasn't deep like that. His voice was like, well, well bah. Like, he was, he was like voice, a southern though. dandy. Yeah. Like, if you, have you, well, I've heard interviews with him where he's I like, he, he talks like, when they do interviews with him, they're like, so, Otis, what are you about? And he's like, well, I love 
death, destruction, mayhem, murder, and arson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, bruh. They are the original edgelords, man. They 100% are. And that, honestly, that is one reason why... Okay. So, that is one thing that kind of bothers me about this movie, and it's another thing I wanted to talk about. Um, Man, if you're going to make a serial killer movie... This is probably one of the hardest ones you could have made. Yeah. With how fucked up these guys are and, like, the things that you can and can and can't show. Yeah. Like, dude, Henry Lee Lucas freely admits to having sex with animals from the age of 10 to, like, 19. But what do you believe? Like, what? I believe he definitely had sex with animals. Look at his fucking face, dude. I mean, that's how I believe he lost the eye. I don't. Hell, I know. don't think the eye was from a pencil in grade school because I don't no, think that guy a, went to grade school. Yeah, he well, he dropped out of fucking grade school, dude. Yeah, his mom was a fucking prostitute. I believe most of that shit. Yeah. Um. You know what my biggest gripe with this movie is? Okay. Oh, I'm sorry, you weren't done. Yes, I am done. Okay. Okay, go on. Oh no, is it gonna piss me off? It's the end of the movie. Oh, why? But it's not what you think. Okay. When he leaves, because we can, spoiler, the end of the movie, you think that he's going to run away into the sunset with Becky, go live on his sister's farm where she's got about a half a dozen horses, and they can stay there as long as he wants. That's what they say as they go into the hotel that night. The next morning, he wakes up, he's shaving in the bathroom, just shaving, and then he goes, the camera goes out to side, and he walks out with the luggage and gets in the car and leaves. No Becky in sight. You start to hear the faint screams in the background like you do when you know he's committed a murder but you haven't seen it. And where Mm -hmm. they usually show a body, but they didn't show a body this time. They just show him stop the car and leave the luggage. Lift the luggage out of the trunk, which you didn't see him put that luggage in in the morning. He just had his little grab bag. So he put that luggage in the trunk at night that we didn't see. And he leaves it on the side of the road with a bloody mess on the top of it, and then drives away. Yep. So Becky is dead in that luggage. Yeah. But I guess some people think it's ambiguous, and maybe she's not dead in the luggage. She's dead in the fucking luggage, people. Yeah. My biggest gripe, why do they not make luggage that strong anymore? You're telling me... That's not the movie's fault. ...a 120-pound girl... That's not the movie's fault, Nick. But did they ever make luggage that good, man? Here's what I'll say to you. I don't think her entire body's in that piece of luggage. You think he kept the head in the the grab bag? He put Otis's head in there. And here's the other thing I'll I'll say to you. Yeah. I think the movie version of Henry is smart enough to know not to put all the pieces in one place. Mm. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Movie version Henry is definitely smarter than real life Henry. 100% smarter. Like, the shit that he... The reason he's like, you never kill someone in more than one... You never kill this in the same city or with the same gun. Bro, Henry Lee Lucas in real life just stupided himself into figuring that out. Yeah. Like, he... He really did not think that through. No, he just was opportunity. He He had what he had. Yeah. Did what he did. He's just a dumb fuck, inbred piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's the second time we've done that. I know. I did it like three times today at work, too. <laughs> did the, did another person go, yeah. Yeah, each time. <laughs> She's also a Fresh Off the Boat fan. <laughs> I've never seen it. I just know that song. Oh, I don't know the song. I just know it as Fresh Off the I thought it was just the oh soundtrack for Fresh Off the Boat. It's a real. That makes complete sense. It's a real song. Every song is a real song. Yeah. Well, sometimes they're just like intro music or something. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Well, speaking of intro music. Three degrees of Halloween, three silver shamrock. I'm going to use this opportunity to chew some beef jerky. And choke yourself to death? Mm-hmm. Hey, Nick. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know Michael Rooker mm. is in a, uh, another movie called Days of Thunder. With uh, Tom, Hay- or Tom Cruise and Robert Duvall? Yep. And Robert Duvall, speaking of him... Uh, he's in a movie called The Detective. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know who else is in that movie, Nick? Mm-hmm. Tom Atkins. And, I mean, we all know Tom Atkins plays Dr. Daniel Chalice in the 1982 Tommy Lee Wallace masterpiece Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Once again, a movie you haven't seen that I've seen. The Detective? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, honestly, dude, I think I've only seen Tom Atkins in two movies. I've never seen The Fog either. <laughs> Nick is disappointed in me. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, I'm chewing in disdain right now. He is chewing in disdain, but he's also trying not to choke on a pepper. Crushed red pepper. A crushed red choke pepper. choke on it. Just um, actually... Um, actually... <laughs> Uh, that was pretty much my whole segment this week, was, um, actually. Um, actually? Yeah. Yeah. I want to posthumously call it, um, actually. I didn't look at this movie like that, because now, especially now, back then I didn't either, like, I, I assumed it was fake back then, just, you know, that was the advertising, you know? Yeah. Because uh, when I had seen this, I'd already seen Blair Witch Project, and I knew that was, you know, yeah. bonk, bonk, and, um. Uh, yeah, so I just assumed the same thing with this. And I, yeah, I enjoyed it then because of that. But now I enjoy it equally the same for that reason because I know what a piece of shit he was, what a lying piece of shit he was. I don't know a lot about his stuff. All I knew was he was a confession killer. They yeah. did that. Uh, There's a Netflix documentary. The Netflix the documentary, killer. yeah. Super interesting. I didn't watch it, but I read the uh, thing. There's also an A&E special. I've seen that A and E special is from yeah. like the early two thousands, like right around the time he passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty good. It has a lot of interviews with him. But then also, like I did a little. I mean, I do my notes, my research before the movie, and I read that John McNaughton. Uh, you know, he has said all the people involved with this movie have said this isn't a story about the true crimes of um, Henry Lee Lucas. This is a movie about the stories he's told and the taking that in spirit the spirit of this guy being the confession killer this guy yeah who kind of like lord may of not chaos. have committed a crime yeah based on truth and lies yeah uh yeah and i really like that i like that i do too that idea of that and it it works in this uh because michael roker is a really good fucking act he's He's, he's so slept on he's fucking mary poppins man and you know what's great bro you know <laughs> You know what's great? I, I'm I'm super happy. Like 
I, you know how I feel. I don't care about Marvel movies. Yeah. I'm really happy for him that he's in Guardians of the Galaxy. Fuck yeah. Because he's, he's finally probably was. getting fucking the money. Well, they killed him. Didn't they oh. kill him? Yondu? Yeah, they killed him. Couldn't tell you. Never seen number two. Or any of the Avengers. They killed him in something. Because oh, he had well, a funeral. Because everybody... Because Sylvester Stallone showed up. Oh and, my uh, god. Uh... That's cool, I though. I want to say Bing Rang showed well, up. And, uh, I mean, shit, dude. He's still getting royalties. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, for I sure. mean, I think it's great for him. I mean, he probably doesn't get enough royalties for The Walking Dead. His character's one of the best characters that's ever been on The Walking Dead. Yeah. I think they killed him. I don't him know off how much early. any of those people get royalty-wise. I mean, probably not I don't from know. The TV, Walking Dead. Yeah, TV's not the same as... I don't know. Well, that's Maybe why I'm happy for him that he's in... Yep. Marvel. I've always liked him, man. He's oh, great in uh, Replacement Killers. He's good in Mall Rats. He's good in Mall... <laughs> Would you like a chocolate-covered pretzel? pretzels, man. <laughs> I can't ever look at them without first, like... It's still a thing. Like, I won't... I kind of don't eat them. And they're I like fucking the white delicious. Ones. Yeah, because you know. You know they're not tainted. Yep. Oh. Wow, are you, are you trying to say something? That whites are pure? No, because you would see shit on a white frosted fucking pretzel. You would see so actual saying, shit. I'm saying, not saying anything other than a white pretzel, you would see shit on it. So what you're saying is the white pretzels are superior to the brown no, ones? No, because I hate white chocolate. The, the dark chocolate is much better. I'm just trying to make you sound racist. I know what you're doing. I'm not oblivious. And I am not. Is someone dumb? not actually. too much. <laughs> I know you're not. That's why I'm laughing. But there are people that listen that don't know me, and I could sound like I am some crazy nut. Dude, then we'll get a bunch of fucking fans. All these dumb motherfuckers listening to us like, yeah, these guys speak the truth. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's one of my biggest fears, that <laughs> someone too, will God think of like... <laughs> Oh, man. We're just... Never mind. Um... <laughs> Yeah, um, so I, I, yeah, this movie, uh, what, what was this my, p- this is your pick. Uh, you mentioned it, and then I was like, nah, but I want to watch it. So it's kind of both of our picks. Okay. Because originally you had mentioned it for Murder May. Yeah. And then I was like, no, we should do Ichi the Killer, and I saw the devil. True. Um, and well, Memories this is of not murder. murder May? Well, it will be, but, uh, well, I don't know how many more weeks are in May, because that's four movies. <coughs> We're already Pass, in the middle we'll of it. figure this out. Yeah. I feel like... It... I think this is, because I'm going camping next weekend. Next weekend? Yeah. And I won't be able to do one next weekend. So this will drop next weekend. Okay, so... After Memories of a Murder. This will be in Murder May. <coughs> but we might not be doing I Saw the Devil then. Yeah. I'm kind of alright with that. Yeah, me too. What one of the things I was going to say is Murder May, it should be True Murder May. You know, like, True, true uh, Murders. Uh, well, it, we were going to do Ichi the Killer. Life. That's not based on a real killer. Yeah, I don't think it is. That's I mean, I could find another movie that's based on a real killer. We'll do this off air. We don't need to okay. keep doing well, this breakdown. The reason I brought up Ichi the Killer is because I've never seen it. Yeah. We should save that for the Takeshi Mike uh, month, though. Because that will be coming. It will be coming. Yeah. Because that... Uh, audition. 13 Assassins. Audition. That's it. it. Yeah. Probably... Maybe one more. Maybe one more. We'll um, look at a calendar. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know what we should do? 
Uh, we should do uh, the Takashi Miike thing for Halloween. I mean, it kind of should be. It kind of could be. Because uh, I want to... I, Dude, people sleep on Asian horror so hard. It's in November. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Okay. Or, or September. Uh, September, I'm sorry. Yeah, November is already taken, pretty much, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I have an idea. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, all right, yes. so... Uh, Ratings. Uh, what, what would you give this movie, bro? Um, for a $100,000 movie, like, because that's the lens I have to look at this through. $100,000 movie, made against the odds, made on a wrestling documentary budget uh this movie's is a seven and it succeeded it's not like this movie wanted me to enjoy it the way you you sit down to enjoy guardians of the galaxy you know yeah. this is a different movie um this movie's supposed to make you feel yes weird. yes it's a seven um for them to have done what they did on the budget they did it's impressive. It's a, especially what he came off of, you know, documentaries yeah. and everyone out in this is, you know, swinging and trying and yeah, Michael uh, Roker killed it. The oddest character, and this is what I was going to ask you, is how did you feel about that guy's character? I felt that it was a little bit over the top and a little bit too much, but I'm also... Wondering if that's because I know that the real oddest tool I think is that's, very subdued. Yeah, I think that's you. Yeah. Okay. I'm because I I don't know the interviews of him that well. I don't know the interviews of the real Henry, and that's why I watched this. See, that's why I wanted movie. to ask you. Yeah. Is because I actually I was going to bring this up too because yeah. you had taught. Well, I'll bring it up in my review. Mm. Um, but yeah, that was one of the things I wanted to ask you was like. I, I'm fine with it. I mean, okay. I'm not fine with him in this movie. He's a creepy piece of shit. His acting wise. Yeah, acting. I, Thomas Towles. There's some could have been better with him. Could have been. He could have done a little bit better, but for the most part, he plays it well. Like you, my biggest critique for him because all the actors in this movie wore their own clothes. That's the budget of this yeah. movie. That's why uh, Henry uh, Michael Roker, the lead character wore his janitor uniform that he was issued for his janitor job. Like, those, that wasn't even his clothes. That was the company's clothes. <laughs> you know, that's how poor and broke these people wore, were. And uh, so my biggest critique with Otis uh, is that fucking shirt he wears that he goes and puts on when he says, going to freshen up when they go out for the beer and they end up killing two hookers. That blue shirt he puts on. <laughs> you fucking own that, Tom? What the fuck? That is, that belongs in a completely different movie, like Club 52 or, you know, an Austin Powers movie. I, I swear, Austin Powers wears that shirt in Austin Powers 2 with a cummerbund. You know he went to Studio 54 and wore that. 54. Yeah, that is, that was not the right choice. That is my biggest, cre and that is such a weird. It is, dude. It took me out of the movie. <laughs> That's the dude that's been wearing a Carhartt jacket and a fucking uh, Jack Daniels trucker hat the entire movie. That hat's kind of dope. Okay. You're telling me that he owns a freaking Prince leisure <laughs> shirt? Like, can't, you can just see Prince like playing ping pong in that with matching pants actually, and matching flip flops. No, because I could see him owning that. Prince? No, that uh, Otis, the character. 
I could see him being like, I got my one fancy suit. I got my one fit, but not that. I got my one fit. This is my fancy suit. No, why? Because he is. Because he would have had a fancy shirt that was like the color of puke. That's true. You know what I mean? He's like, I like this one. It reminds me of a boy's butthole. No, more for like if you got puke or fucking boy's jizz on it, it would be covered. I like this white like, one. It looks like a boy's jizz. It was the pale yellow of dried... <laughs> That's fucking <laughs> sickening. Uh, yeah. That that was my biggest issue with him. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was a shirt. Okay. But he, yeah, he wasn't great. He wasn't Michael Roker caliber. No, but, no. Uh, would you recommend the movie? Um, uh, if anything we said, as you said, is a trigger, no, no. But if you are, if you've, if you've seen, you know, some of the other movies we've mentioned a hundred times as like our guideline for where the line is in movies and you're Mm -hmm. fine with those, then yeah, watch it. If you haven't seen this, you should probably see this movie. It's a, it's a classic. It's, it is. Um, it's, um, it's brutal. And it's, it was rated X. Yeah. Also, this movie is a reason why uh, this and three mo- three movies in total are cited as the reason why NC-17 became a thing. Yep. And this is one of them. Yep. Because really it's, you know, with the exception of the opening scene and, well, and the mother. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah. There's a few things. There are. <laughs> but, like, the rape scene isn't one of the, the big things back then that got cut. It no. Was, it was the mom scene. It was the family scene, uh, which we didn't go into. And I think it's fine that we don't cover the graphic. Yeah. I didn't need to talk um, about that because it is, it's rough, but the camera well, work in it is awesome. The other thing, too, about that is it's rough because it's a fucking brutal murder and it's yeah. pretty realistic looking. Yeah. Um, but if you watch horror and you watch this, yeah. that's not a, th- like, I really... I really feel like if uh doing a trigger warning for rape yeah is much more understandable yeah and explaining how that happens because yeah. I I feel like even if you're a horror fan you don't really go into a movie expecting there to be a rape scene that's pretty graphic yeah and like when you're going into a movie called Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer you're kind of expecting a level of some sort of gore and like fucked up brutality of killing a yeah. family so we don't really need to go into detail as to what happens. True. But that's what I'm going to say about... I'm, I'm trying to justify us not talking about the family murder. and yeah. But simultaneously talking about the rape. Because <laughs> um, that's... That yeah. still... It bothered me. It, it, yeah. It, you know, it, it it's left... It's fucked up. It's, yeah. The family murder? Yeah. yeah. I, I just like the family murder. I don't like it, but I mean... <laughs> you kind of... The shot was great. It was super the great. The shot was Cinematography so good. in this movie is A1, dude. And that's... He's using the camcorder, and he sets it down, and the goes at the sun when the sun just, like, walks in on it. Dude, it's... That's a good... Oh, it was man. A good scene. Yeah. It was a good scene. And for an hour and 23-minute movie, like, I thought that often. So, yeah, it's a seven, and it's brutal. And if, you, if you're into this genre, and you haven't seen it, I don't... I don't know why you haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By the Blu-ray, the cover flips over and it shows you the cover, the art, that the original art. Yes, it does. That got banned. Yes, it uh, does. And it's, it's awesome. pretty fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a, a rare one, Nick. Fully agree with you. Whoa. So it's a, it's a yeah. seven, bro. 
All right. And I was ready to justify why I was going to give it a seven. Yeah. Um, and the reason I was going to say is because uh, I think when I first watched this, I didn't like it that much because I didn't know much about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I knew about it. Yeah. But I thought it was closer to the actual story. Uh-huh. And I was much more familiar with the actual story than I was with this movie. Yeah, yeah. So when I watched it, I was kind of like, what the fuck? This is like nothing like the story. Yeah. So watching it again and sitting on it, I was like, okay, I kind of remembered it kind of fondly. Like, yeah, yeah. It wasn't that bad. And so watching it again, I was like, wow, I'm thoroughly enjoying this. The cinematography in this movie is really fucking good. Yeah. Like, I love the opening with all the corpses. It was good. That's how I'm saying this is. It's not a five because it's not mediocre. No, it's one hundred percent. It's a not seven. a six because it's it's, it's more than six. above average. You yes. know, it's, it's a genuinely not, good movie. It's not just gore. It's not just shock cinema. The although it is probably one of the best grindhouse. I would honestly, I would consider this an exploitation film. Yeah, but it's yeah. not. But it's and the reason being is because it's based on a true story. Yeah. Um. But if you if you look at this movie the way I did as uh, this time mm-hmm. as a movie and not as the story of Henry Lee Lucas as a film, this movie is easily a seven. Yeah, yeah, and that that's yeah. The only I things I feel like you can take away, like if you watch this movie and you dislike it, I think the only reason you dislike it is because you're too familiar with the actual story. Yeah, and it's you just got to know like right off the top that it's it's not based on that. It is. It's, it's, it's the director has said that this is based off of stories that like, Henry Lee Lucas told. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's not, and I don't even think he's saying there that it's based off, like he actually said this story where he drove under an underpass and handed Otis a gun and said, can you handle it? No, that? it's more like I killed this person around it's, here. It's based off the idea of stories, of, yeah. of what someone in this sick state of mind can't could say, that, and you would believe him. Yeah, and the thing or that I whatever. think is super interesting about the movie, and I've I said it before, is the fact that a lot of the times in this movie, Henry Lee Lucas lies about things we know in real life yeah. for a fact are mm-hmm. a certain way. But it's, in the movie, he lies about them. It's super interesting because yeah. then it makes you question the entire rest of the movie. Yep. You know what this movie is kind of to me? It's it's almost like a redneck American psycho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like American psycho uh, mixed with fucking devil's rejects. Yeah. Um, Instead of in the high rise and the fucking low rise. Yeah. You're in a fucking trailer. Trailer, yeah. <laughs> or in a beat ass fucking car. Yep. <laughs> that car was kind of dope, though. That car was uh, not the director's car, but. The writer's car or something. Uh, <laughs> she never mentioned the writer, but he was a nobody. I don't really know him. So, um, I like this movie a lot. I think it's a cult classic. Uh, I think it sure is. I think it's probably one of the best exploitation films. Well, they only made uh, um, this movie. You know, one hundred ten thousand. It box office six hundred nine thousand. Well, that's because it was rated X. Well, it was rated X, and then it took three years to actually get a yeah. theatrical release. And but then it's made millions, millions at the at home market. Like oh the yeah, v- this, this is a good movie. This was a huge VHS, and this was a huge thing for. That makes sense if like Blockbuster didn't have this. This is one of the things that kept 
like mom and pop shops open a little is bit this longer. rare shit yeah yeah, yeah it's stuff like this cannibal yep. holocaust if you're yep. and that's what faces i'll get in my recommend death. faces of death yeah if you are a fan of any of that shit yeah. or like even like if you like extreme horror you know like even some of the um foreign stuff yeah uh the stuff that you could find at, at you know mom and pop's family video yep um, like Cannibal Holocaust, Cannibal Faroe, fucking all the shit we always talk about. Basket yep. Case. Um, you'll like this fucking movie. Did Blockbuster not have Basket Case? No, I think they had Basket they Case. Had basket I think they had Basket case. case. I remember seeing the cover of Basket they Case. They probably would have had like from what it. Basket Case three, the progeny. They probably had all three. I know Orbit has all three. Well, yeah, they have the Basket Case trilogy box set, Blu-ray. <sighs> It's $50. I'm not Ooh. trying to buy that because it's out of print. Uh, but uh, I'm not spending $50 on Basket Case 2 and Basket Case 3, The Progeny. But you don't have Basket Case on Blu-ray, do you? No, I don't. Wait. No, I don't. I don't have Basket Case on Blu-ray. Oh, you're going to spend 20 on that. Then you're only spending no, 15 No, I'm not on doing it, Nick. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. You know what pisses Guys, me off? Guys, by next week, Nick will have this. <laughs> you know what pisses me off, dude? They don't have Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 on Blu-ray. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you need it on Blu-ray? Yes, Nick. Why do you care? You don't even care about picture quality. Nick, <laughs> listen. If I've got... I need to have something next to my Return of the Living Dead on Blu-ray, Okay. <laughs> And then next to Paddington 1 and 2. And Season of the Witch. I don't have that on Blu-ray yet. Oh, my God. And the reason being is because, obviously, it's a 1982 cinema masterpiece. So I'm going to wait for the 40th anniversary uh, next year. Oh, uh, good on you. Yeah. Good on yeah, you. Yeah, bro. All I'm right. about to drop, like, a fucking ridiculous amount of money on that. <laughs> Uh, well, we did our ratings. We said if we suggest it. I want to mention we like this uh, Murder May so much, so we are going to continue with this idea of, like, months having uh, a theme. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Murder May, we're, you'll know that's what we it is. We kind of mentioned it when we were talking about Takashi Miike. Yeah. Um, um, I think we were still... We haven't really talked about because this is a fresh idea that we're deciding, but... June, we're thinking uh, summer, June or July, summer blockbusters. Maybe and both. Then, yeah. Or no, it's Sci-Fi July. Sci-Fi July. Oh, I do like that. Sci-Fi July, summer blockbuster June. You know what we should watch June. in Sci-Fi July, mm. even though I know you hated it? We should watch Annihilation. <sighs> we'll I've never it. seen it. We'll discuss this later. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, yeah, guys. Uh, that's going to be the plan. We're going to do a wrap up though. And it's going to be our little, um, you know, kind of like a discussion like we had last, last week. Yep. Um, yeah, we're going to do a wrap up of, of, um, of, uh, murder, murder may, and then we're going to lay out exactly what movies we're going to watch in June. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Awesome. If you guys want to email podcast between two Nicks at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Between Two Nicks. And as always, that is with the number, the numeral, two. two. Uh, Also, not spelled out. 
Also, if you <laughs> if you want, you can follow me on Letterboxd. Letterboxd. Uh, it's a pretty cool app. You rate yeah. movies on there. I don't usually write out reviews, but I do give them some stars of some... So you tell me this every week, and I never <laughs> remember to download the damn app, man. Oh, yeah. You, you should, man. But uh, maybe next week. Um, yeah. I'm just putting... I'm trying to update it more and put movies that I watch, yeah. you know, on my own time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't necessarily have to chit-chat about them on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I usually don't write actual reviews. I just give them some stars. Yeah. And on Letterboxd, it's out of five. Okay. So okay. Um, our original yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. format, which is kind of mm-hmm. suck, but, yeah. you know. We should just start another uh, social media thing. And, out of ten, and do it out of ten. Well, not like start IMDb. a letterbox, but do like a uh, IMDb's out of ten. I know it is, isn't it? Oh. Yeah, but I like letterbox. That's cool. It's a cool okay. layout. Uh, follow me on like there. a Twitter. We could do a Twitter between two nicks. Yeah, why and you make do it. it uh, I'm done doing the social media, man. I'm I'm shit at it. You want at me to Instagram. fucking do Twitter? Do Twitter, and then Twitter can <sighs> be combined. Twitter. Well, it doesn't have to be Twitter. Pick another one. Is AIM still a thing? No, AIM is not a thing, Nick. I don't even think AOL is a thing. I mean, I'm I still have an AOL address. E address. E mail address. Address. I've heard it called e-dress though. No, you haven't. I, You're I, laughing. I, I, you have not. No, I believed you for a second. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, follow me on Letterbox. My name on Letterbox is Empty Words. No spaces, no numbers, all lowercases, empty words. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I'm going to start when I call it empty words two. Cool. Yeah. That'll be awesome, bro. <laughs> I fucking hate you so much, dude. Uh, empty words, empty words is, uh, it's also my Instagram, my personal yeah, yeah. Instagram. But yeah. uh, it's the name of a death song, my favorite band. Uh-huh. They have a song called Empty Words. I just thought it was cool, and I was super edgy, and now it's like my fucking shit for everything. <laughs> so here we are. Yep. Um, yeah, follow me on fucking Letterbox. Empty words. Uh, I think the last movie I put up there was fucking uh, Devil's Doorway. Oh, nice. I think nice. I gave it a three and a half. Three and a half. Think. That's not bad. Out of no. five, that's yeah. Out of average. five, that's about six or seven. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I wrote. I uh, I've reviewed a lot of movies on there that I haven't really talked about on the podcast. I reviewed some movies that I recommended in our last movie recommend episode. Nice. Um. So yeah, you I'll can check follow it out. me on that. Give me a fucking follow on there. Uh. Yeah. So um, what was the the Social media that was 30 characters or less. You could only post 30 characters or less. I don't know what that is, but Twitter is 140. It used to be 100. Maybe it was Twitter? I don't think it was Twitter. I think you're thinking it... Well, I don't know one that was 30 or less. Maybe it was more than... Well, Twitter started as 100. Was it 100? Yes. And then they upped it to 140. Oh, so my original Twitter, I had a Twitter, and it was... Movie reviews in a hundred characters or less, and I would just do a review, and it was in a hundred characters or less. Everyone. That's essentially Short, concise. I really liked it. I mean, that's essentially what Letterboxd is. So Letterboxd was my idea, basically. Yes, is what, is what you're, you're saying. saying. Yeah. Well, you're saying it. Yeah. Um, you're confirming it. 
Um, cool. I gotta rate Surf Ninjas on there, dude. A fat old five out of five, brother. You can't give it. It's a four. It's no, a... it's not. No. Speaking of Surf Ninjas, Kwanzu, dude. dude!